Hello and welcome to the Arizona Liberty Podcast. I'm your host, Neil in Arizona. Today is Wednesday, July 31st, 2024. It's about 5.15 p.m. here in Arizona. My next guest is a return guest, an honored return guest. He is an ASU student majoring in political science and is currently on a study abroad program in the Czech Republic. He is also the secretary of the West Valley Young Republicans. And uh, I want to welcome our return guest, Zach Checa. Thanks, Zach. Thanks for coming back on. Great to be back, Neil. Yeah, so you are in Czech Republic. So when I say yeah. it's uh, 5.15 p.m., it's uh, definitely not 5.15 p.m. for you. Yeah, what time is it over there? Um, it's, it's one in the morning right now, but it's all good. I, I, I just got back from watching a Czech uh, hockey game um, out of the O2 arena, and I oh, just yeah? came back and uh, called you. So. <laughs> hey, great. So so do they party hard in uh, in Czech Republic? Do they stay up really late at night, or what's the deal up there? Yeah, they... They absolutely do. Absolutely do. It's a party country, but um, I've been more traveling. Um, you know, gotta gotta put that out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm kidding around. I, I know you're not a no. I, I know you're not I, like I a party. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So basically, what I've seen, uh, I've seen a lot of photos that you're posting, and they're really cool. They're like these historical buildings. There. I mean, it's just all kinds of stuff. So I, I can't recognize one piece of Europe from the other and from photographs. So I, I, I you know, some of the pictures were, were you out? Did you were in Italy, huh? Cause there were some pictures from Italy also. Yeah. So, um, I guess it's been about, um, a month since I've been in Europe. Um, one out of four. So we got three more to go. Um, but I spent the first two weeks in Italy, um, in Naples and, uh, I went and saw Rome, um, of course, then I came here to the Czech Republic. This kind of became the new home base. And um, this last weekend, I went um, on a trip to Finland, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania. So um, I think I've got about seven countries under the belt right now. But Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's been incredible to be able to travel. And um, yeah, I just, I just have a bunch of money saved up and I'm, I'm going as many places as I can. That is really cool. Um, so tell me a little bit about Italy. How was that? Like, so that was your first stop? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I will say Naples was um, Naples was kind of dirty, um, but it it did have a pretty beautiful national museum, and it had some it had some Greek history um, that that you wouldn't even like like stuff I've studied is just sitting in Naples, so it was kind of incredible to see the museums there. Like, wow. Um, when you study like. Uh, Alexander the Great, like there's this uh, one famous depiction that's the this mosaic of the Battle of Issus from I think about 333, and that's just sitting in Naples, Italy, and um, yeah, just, it's incredible. Just, just sitting there. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's incredible to actually see that stuff. It's gotta be person, overwhelming. But, like it's it's gotta be yeah. overwhelming to be looking at it like right there in front of you. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I remember the first castle I saw. Um, Castle Volturno. It's this tiny, tiny little castle just outside of Naples. Um, but it's been torn apart so many times that you can't really see much of a castle left. It's like interesting. It's like you can't recognize a building style. But then it's like, you know, when when you go to Rome for the first time, it's just I've seen. You know, you've seen a textbook and <laughs> a movie. You know, and and um, I'm I'm a big my favorite movie is Gladiator personally. Oh, okay. So yeah, even that's of... kind of funny. So. 
uh, Gladiator, was it actually filmed there? Did they fill it, film it on location? I don't even know. I, I know nothing about movies. I don't, I, I don't even know. I'm horrible with behind the scenes. I just... Uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm, I'm a big fan of all the old um, old history movies. That, oh, yeah. Uh, so it's kind of funny when you can see even the buildings in person from from those movies, let alone, you know, studies. Uh, yeah. it's, it's incredible. Yeah, a friend of mine, he goes to Italy and... Um, like uh, he, he he likes to go to Eastern Europe a lot. He goes to uh, of all places Belarus. Um, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah. But he he was telling me that like you can rent a uh, like a motor a uh, a motor scooter in Italy, and you could be cruising on some of these roads, and you're just driving, and there's just ruins on the side of the road. They're just it's like oh yeah. Well, what's really interesting about Rome actually is um, they keep trying to do excavation projects. Now, when you're in Rome, uh-huh. um, so I, I spent about two and a half days in Rome. Um, and of course, me being me, I like to travel fast. So I like to see as much as I can in a short amount of time. You know, I mm-hmm. um, kind of look and process it as I'm walking. It's, it's, it's pretty, um, I'm just glad I'm able to like go around and see as much as I can. Sure. And with, with Rome, uh, there's two metros. Um, so the second day, like, like two, two big metros, the second day, I mean, the first and third days, I was just walking. In fact, I ended up walking like across Rome, which was uh, kind of crazy. It was a lot, but, um, but they have these two metros, um, one that goes around towards the Vatican and then one that kind of goes on the side. Yeah. But they keep trying to build more metros or keep digging, trying to, you know, excavate so that they can have better public transportation. And they just keep bumping into ruins. And <laughs> oh, wow. Like, That's you crazy. know, they can't even, I, I think it's been what, like 40, 40 or so years since they haven't been able to like, complete any, any metro so it was it was kind of, that's always funny to think about for me it's just yeah it's a city of ruins that is just crazy and and i've seen like pictures of people like going to work out there and they're just like bustling and it's like this ancient city or wherever it is that they're at you know it's like it's like ancient ancient civilization and they're just running through it like it's regular day oh my gosh like, yeah like it's and san it's francisco like, or something but it's yeah you know there's columns everywhere that's always funny to me as well. But it, what's also funny to me is when you go to places like the Roman Forum or, um, you know, other buildings. And I'm not a big fan of many government agencies, but right. I will say that the Italian Ministry of Culture is incredible, like just at preserving right. all this history. And like, I mean, it, it was it was during the winter. Right? It was during the first two weeks of um, January that I went and you're just walking through the, the like Roman forum or another one. And there's just employees just sitting there brushing off old um, marble columns or restoring them or, you know, yeah. whatever. Work it was. And I'm just sitting there looking at like they're working on history right there. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I guess uh, yeah. we see it a little different than they do because out here where we're at, particularly in Arizona, I mean, our, like, our history is like Frontierland, right? Like where, like we think we're cool if you, you could get something back before uh, the 1800s. We're like, yeah, oh, this, yeah, this building was built in 1797, or you know, and these guys yeah, are like, oh not- yeah, we got 2,000 year old build, 3,000 year old buildings, or 
Well, it's funny the differences between history. I mean, um, I, I, with with Arizona, you can't get a lot of history. Yeah. Uh, most of the, most of the history you get, you know, is cowboy history. Um, yeah, even exactly. A lot of the, even, even like the Civil War, like okay, you have Picacho Pass, which is like twelve guys on twelve guys. That's that's not a battle. That's a that's like a skirmish. That's like a game fight. But, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> um, but you know, over here we're talking um, emperors. We're talking entire civil wars. We're talking like oh, yeah. mobilization of hundreds of thousands of troops through these cities to be able to build empires, to be able to grow, and it's just incredible to think about. And yeah, one thing crazy. I one thing I loved about Italy, um, and I will say, modern Italy, I. I think there's a lot wrong with modern Italy, but oh, okay. Italy's, Italy's history and the preservation of their um, and the preservation of their history is incredible. Um, I mean, it, just thinking about it, like, and and, and you got to give you know the papal state, you have to give the Vatican a lot of credit because, yeah. Whereas countries like here, here in the Czech Republic, like, um, we kind of have shady records backing to i believe the ninth century and i think there's some small ones with the a bars mm -hmm. but those aren't really but if we're talking written sources it's not until about the ninth century when um church slavonic is really introduced by the byzantine empire oh, but okay rome, but rome on the other hand you know they have history dating back to 753 bc and, there's like, and it's like there's like no gaps it's like, you know, other history, it's like, okay, you'll have a gap here. Or you don't know if this guy was actually this guy. Maybe it was a different name. Maybe these two are the same person. You, you have no idea. But yeah, it's, Italian history is just so well preserved. Well, cool. So, so um, here's the, here's the tourist question. When, when you went to Italy, did you order some espresso? Did you, did you get a, like a good, <laughs> did you get a good espresso? That would be the first thing I do, right? <laughs> Give oh, me an espresso. Man. I, I will say the, the two, th there were a couple things I felt I had to do in Italy. Um, I, w I was trying to bring myself to get an espresso. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a coffee guy. I just, oh, okay. I just couldn't, I couldn't. So I, I sample, I sample espresso wherever I go. It doesn't matter. I try the espresso. <laughs> Actually, what's kind of funny is, um, in, in, in Italy, breakfast is all like crazy sweet. Like it's not like, you know how we have like eggs, bacon, yeah. like it's a little more savory. Over there, I'll be like bread and Nutella or butter or something. It's... Yeah. Do, <laughs> then, do you do you recognize we... a lot of the products? Or I'm getting ahead of you. Sorry. No, sorry. Um. Well, well, I mean, as far as like foods go, and, and like recognition, there's a lot of different products, and yeah. there's a lot, lot of differences. I will say, um, I know it's kind of obvious, but pasta. Uh -huh. I had some. I had some of the best pasta in my life there. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> No competition, but the pizza the pizza was wild, wildly overrated in Rome. Oh, it's okay. Uh, a friend, yeah, a friend of mine says, uh, "Yeah, you just go there and you can get pizza. Like pizzas just everywhere." Is that? Yeah, yeah, it is, but it's not. It's not great. In Rome. Um, yeah, like they only have two things to eat, like two Italian food groups, and it's pasta and pizza. Like that's all you can <laughs> order. But okay, um, <laughs> but in in Rome, like there's not really pizza but they have something called pizza altaglia which is pretty awesome it's like it's like baking sheets it's like super thin and crispy and they just give yeah. you chunks 
which is really nice because most of those places spoke English and um, okay, it really, that, that really helped me out. But yeah, so I was going to um, ask you. I was going to ask you how you were getting around. Like, do the Italians get irritable with you if you don't know their if you don't know Italian or? Um, the Italians definitely did. They were they they were not happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, have you tried speaking Italian to an Italian? It, it could be worse. I've, um. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, of course, there was the you know grazia or the, I, yeah. I can't speak. It. I, um, I have I have tried to speak Italian to Italians before with my little limited language, and it's just you just get overcorrected, and you're like, okay, you know, I'm just gonna zip it. <laughs> you know, I just I just remember I just memorized like it was hilarious. I memorized um uh, like I'm sorry, I don't speak English. <laughs> and then every time I went to say it, I was just like, okay, you know, I'm going to butcher that. I'm just saying it in English. They're going to understand me or they're not. <laughs> it's um, funny. They really, they really don't like it when people say their language, like they, they don't like it when you pronounce their words wrong and stuff. They, they're irritable about it. You know, I understand. I, I kind of understand because I kind of love it when they like keep their languages because something interesting, yeah. I mean. It's like so a high here standard. The, yeah, yeah. Here in the, I mean, they don't have to be like that about it. You know, they're a little they got a little bit of an attitude about their language um, <laughs> with, well, with Czech. Well, 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 with Czech, I'm actually, um, I'm not fluent by any means. I'm not like, I'm not even conversational, but I can get myself around with Czech, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, They're and, a little more forgiving. It, they are a little bit more forgiving than understand. It's a really yeah. weird language, but then like you go to the Baltics and, I, I think ninety-eight percent of people spoke English. Um, yeah, that's like Latvia. That's like Latvia, Estonia, and um, Lithuania. Yeah, that- yeah, and I've just been including Finland just because yeah. I, I took a trip up there. Oh, okay. Well, that so after you went to uh, Italy, did you did you does that when you start hitting the other little countries before you went to Czech Republic, or did you like have you no, just been bouncing around or? No, so after that, we had about two weeks um, in Czech Republic, which we were settling in. Um, the program that um, I'm studying abroad with, right? Um, the way they, the way they did it was they gave us a two week intensive course, like mm. in Czech language, and that was oh. all we had. No politics, no nothing. It was just you know yep. learn to be able to get around in the Czech Republic, which really helped. Okay. Um. So this week, this week class did actually start. Um. For for me, it was yesterday, so I only have classes on Wednesdays and Thursdays, but I go all day. <laughs> oh, I see. Um, and is that is that like is is that like a bunch of schools pulled together, or is it? No, 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 no. Um, it, it's one school. Uh, it's called Universidad Karlova, um, Charles University in English. It's one of the oldest universities, just in the world. I think it. I think it's about thirteen forty eight. Okay. But it's beautiful. Wow. So um, yeah, I was wondering about that. Like I know I know you're I know you're an ASU student, but you're like does ASU have like a partnership with them or something? Um no. Um so there's a lot of like study abroad you can do through the school, you know, and the school um yeah. runs the program. But USAC is this third party like organization. Um, so I just went through them and they have study broads all over. Oh, okay. Um, so I was, I was able to go through them and, um, yeah, all my, all my credits transfer and everything goes smoothly. Okay. So, um, so that's what it really yeah, comes down to the, the tre- do the credits transfer. That's the big, qu- okay. So that's what it really do, boils do. down to. 
Well, it's super nice because actually this gives me a lot of upper division and um, cultural credits. So once mm-hmm. I come back, once I come back from the Czech Republic, I just needed one more year and I graduate. Oh, okay. Okay. And then when you graduate, like what, what, what is your, what is your, is it, is it a degree? Like when you say you graduate, like are you just going to have a bachelor's yeah. degree? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. So you're, so you still somehow knock out the, I forget how many, it's 120 hours, right? Is that baseline yeah. 120 hours or? 120. So I'm, I'm trying to graduate in three years. So uh-huh. um, I have quite a bit over half right now. So. We're, oh, we're, you're, you're we're along in, the way. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're, we're working our way there. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. All right. So um, so you got settled in. You did the hardcore school a little bit for a couple of weeks, and then you were able to go up into like some like Finland and the Bal- Baltic Republics. Oh, yeah. Well, one, once once I had enough time, because we were kind of, for the first two weeks, we were kind of there as they were taking us yeah. around, showing us around, showing us how to use the metro, the trams, everything. And now I'm, I'm I'm pretty well acquainted with the city and how to get around. Like you know, like I said, I just came off the metro from a, a um, hockey game and then just got oh, on yeah. the phone with you. <laughs> That's pretty um, awesome. Yeah, but um, this last weekend I was like, okay, I have I have time. Um, I was originally going to go to Nuremberg and the Black Forest. Oh, okay. Um, but all the German rail workers were on strike, so I couldn't. <laughs> Um, so, so anyway, it, I pretty much have like a couple big trips planned like this next weekend. I have one, one like really important one, but aside from that, I just have a list of like possible trips that I'm kind of filling in, in the weekends that, um, I'm not busy. Right. Um, so the Baltic one was one of them, you know, to, uh, to see all that. So of course we went through, uh, me and my roommate, my roommate went with with me um we went through all the baltic capitals um uh riga you know vilnius Tallinn. we took a ferry to helsinki and we got to see all of them i mean some were beautiful some weren't um i mean some were beautiful but they just yeah, yeah. um there's, there's a lot to learn from seeing a lot of little countries and how they each run okay yeah and as you're as you're telling me all this i'm kind of spot checking a uh, a map of of europe while we're <sighs> It's it's amazing. Like you went all the way up into. I mean, you did some real heavy travel. Like that's a wow. You've done a yeah. lot. I mean, it was cold, but it was it was beautiful. And um, what's kind of hilarious is because it's it's kind of light snowing here in Prague. We're we're near. Um, so you're in Prague, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I when know. when I went up to Helsinki and I came back down, it like the cold feels like nothing now. <laughs> Well, it's crazy because I like I was like I was saying I was like looking at these distances and and everybody I know that comes back from these trips they're like yeah going up into like a, I was in Warsaw and I was up in you know I was up in Lithuania and is it just the rail systems that they get around on pretty well or is trains planes uh, buses you know whatever whatever's cheapest so what I've been doing um, well if I have to I stay in a hostel. Okay, um, yeah, that's like a big thing people do. Yeah, and aside from that, you know, I've been sleeping on the bus. Like I'm, I'm doing a trip this this weekend, and I'm just, I'm not, I'm not getting a hostel. I'm not getting a hotel. I'm just sleeping on the train. Oh, um, okay, okay. So it should you know um, save some money? <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, 
money that money can siphon out pretty fast. It's kind of what yeah, always makes me afraid to travel abroad. Yeah, and I've been watching it. Um, and but, if you're if you're male and you travel alone, you can make your money take you a little further along because <laughs> you you'll put up with things, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like I, you know, if you if you took like. If, if you took someone else, if you took like your kids or your wife or something, you would not travel like I would or like any yeah. of us would. We're, it's just, you not don't, gonna happen. It, doesn't, it doesn't need to be comfortable. Right? I mean, um, but yeah, it's just, it's just whatever is, whatever is cheapest. And um, it's pretty nice because I've, I've gotten to be, able, I've figured out how to travel pretty cheap. I've gotten pretty good at traveling so far, even yeah. though I'm pretty new to it. Like that whole Finland, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania trip. Yeah, how was um, that? It was it was great. It was about four hundred and fifty bucks total though. Um Ooh, okay. Well, you know what? Three three countries, four hundred and fifty bucks? That's four. Uh, or four hundred bucks, three countries? Or, or, or no, four countries, sorry. Oh, because you went up into Finland. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you did all four of them for about four hundred and fifty bucks? You said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Flew in, um, bust across all of them, um, stayed in all of them for a little bit. It was it was awesome. Took a ferry between Finland and Tallinn. Um, yeah, it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. When when I was in Iraq, um, there were Latvian troops there, um, and so I got to I would come across these Latvian guys. Uh, they would be kind of go, going in and out while I would be, and I just bump into them and. Uh, it's weird. American soldiers don't kind of reach out to the other countries too well. I saw these guys, Latvia. I was like, Hey, Latvia, you know, what's going on? <laughs> and, uh, I made good friends with these guys. We would kind of hang out and drink coffee and stuff out, uh, out in this like common area. And I, I'm curious to get your take on this. I, one of the, one of the soldiers from Latvia told me that in the United States, uh, that he because he had taken a trip to the United States before, and I asked him what he remembered the most about it, and he told me we have too many lines on the road and we have too many signs everywhere, and it drives you crazy. So is there a, is there like a big difference between our infrastructure and theirs enough to oh, to drive somebody? Is it, oh, it's, yeah, it's a lot different. Give me one moment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a lot different. Um, I, I'm trying to think. It, it's like. I don't even know. Like the roads are just chaos here. Like Naples, especially, is just all over the place. But I think it's, I can't really put my finger on it. It's like they, 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 uh, is it, is there like lots of, uh, like, like he complained about lines and arrows and signs. That's what well, he one thing, one thing is that the roads are a lot less regulated, especially in Italy. Like people, you know, they just park wherever they want. Like, you oh, know, okay. the states, you can get, towed for like a very simple thing but you'll see you'll see like smart cars just go all the way up on the sidewalk just sneaking in um <laughs> yeah because there's like and, little and, tiny cars everywhere yeah and even speed limits it's like they got something against sedans over here but <laughs> they, they don't like sedans um, yeah or, or at least at least in Italy again i'm i'm still trying to figure out the czech republic uh with cars okay. but I, I got the trans on the metro down. Oh, okay. So, um, when you when you went across like these other countries, like uh, Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia, uh, and up into Finland, like what what was your focus there? Like, what were you trying to do? 
just to see as much history and as little time as possible. I mean, oh, I see. Yeah, just you know, get it, get an idea of the country, just see it, and you can see a lot in just a little bit. Not not even like the big monuments and everything, but right, just the little things. Um, um, so yeah, it, it was it's definitely pretty nice, but it's just you know travel. So yeah, anything? Um, any any cool stories coming uh, coming from any of these trips? Any any funny interactions you had with people or? Um, I mean, there were some pretty funny ones, but, um, there, there was, there, there were, there was a cab driver that was hilarious, but it was a little obscene. So I think I'll, I'll, I'll keep from it for now. <laughs> you can't recount. You can't, you can't say. Yeah. Um, not. Did you see, um, in, in those countries, particularly the, the, uh, the Baltics, did you by any chance see like old, relics of the soviet union or anything is there any like any leftovers or have they pretty much just killed it yeah i mean built it or i think it was in Tallinn and riga they had like kgb um like centers or yeah I, not centers like, like little... their headquarters okay yeah a lot of a lot of what you know the still remains of the soviet era was in architecture right um and and you'd see it broken off in different parts of the cities. Even even in Prague, you know, you can see, um, you, you know, you can see what's what what was Soviet built and what wasn't, what was Bohemian built. Oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah, it's because it, a lot of the Soviet buildings are pretty tall, but they're pretty compact, and they're not like, um, they're, they're not quite as beautiful as like the main town centers in Prague or even other cities. So yeah. Are, are all these uh, like town centers in Prague? Are they, are the buildings pretty much historic buildings? All those. Yeah. But, yeah. And they still use them as regular office space or. Um, well, well, it depends on, on which one. So like if you go over to the castle, which for me is on the other side of the river. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't know exactly what the other ones are being in use for, but um. Prague has Prague Castle, which is beautiful. I mean, it, it's got a big old cathedral in St. Vitus. You know, you walk in. It's right. Crazy. It's still the house of the president is the. Oh, is it? Okay. Which, which not many, like most Republican governments kind of, uh, they kept their, they kept their capitals or they kept their presidential cabinets out of the, um, out of the monarch. Uh, monarchist like buildings like the castles the palaces right. yeah I'm, lo I'm looking at a picture of the prague castle i mean yeah it's a world famous building yeah that's uh yeah it's, it's, it's incredible when you see it for the first time it's, it just hits you like you, you know you go through you go through a hallway and you look up and whoa so you got to tour that building a little bit no yeah they were they were they were closed um, both times when I went, um, a couple, a couple friends went with me, but the, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back and see that. I kind of just walked around it. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, did, how did you feel too? Like when you, uh, when you, when you arrive there and you start seeing all these kind of like buildings like this, I, I guess the closest you'll ever get is if you go downtown and like a place like St. Louis, Missouri or something, they've got some chapels out there that look similar to this but they're still newer 
So well, it's it's like this type of stuff that is all over the place over here. Like, um, so like there's like three main bus stops or tram stops that I take. Right. One of them, one of them is called Namiste Miru, um, mm-hmm. and th- that's kind of like my that's kind of my, like my base one because you can hit the metro. There's a lot of good food around it and everything. Um, but in the middle of Namiste Miru, there's a um, I mean not. N- not not a gigantic cathedral, right. but it, you know there, there is one. It's like it, it's unlike anything. Like it's incredible, just that little one right there, uh, just at the bus stop. Yeah, and, and you know, I every every day I pretty much see it. So that's crazy. So even in like Prague and and these other places, there's just history all over the place, and you're just and and have you gotten used to that at all? Are you are you pretty much okay? That's just a two thousand year old building and. No, no, no. Like I, I don't know. Like out here, we're just so. Um, I don't know. Like I said, uh, like particular Arizona is like we, you know, we think we're amazing because we we have a building that goes back to the frontier days. Oh yeah, then you know this old saloon goes back to the frontier days. <laughs> but I mean, about about what we got as far as history goes. I mean, you can, I'd say like Tombstone, Arizona. That's like the yeah. best you got, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, aside from that. Um, I mean, it's, it's just not the history um, there that you have here. And I, I, I understand that, you know, Arizona is very young and it's been yeah. the desert for most of its time, but it, it's still pretty cool, you know, coming over here and it's just all history. Now, um, do, do you, do you get to interact with a lot of people out there? Like a lot of um, like local population or? Are you kind of separate from them a little bit, or a little bit, a little bit separate? Like hmm. our 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 st- our building is like separate from the main campus, so we don't we don't meet like we're not you know taking classes with a lot of like local checks, which yeah. makes sense because all the classes are in English. Yeah, it'd be hard um, to communicate with them. Yeah, but um, I mean the hockey game was pretty funny because you had to talk to a couple of checks and. Um, you know, it, it's like they, they can still tell when you're when you're an American. I, I talked oh, yeah. with a couple, and, but you know, they 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 like the NHL a lot over over here. Oh, okay. Um, a lot a lot of players go over to the NHL from the Czech Republic. In fact, like if you look at the Arizona Coyotes, it's like all Finns, Swedes, Czechs. Like I don't even, I don't think there's many oh, on, on the team. Yeah, like if if you look at the roster, I don't think there's oh, many wow. Native Arizonians. Oh, that's but, funny. Um, but yeah, oh, what's it, what's it called? Um, there, there was this one guy, one guy I talked to who recognized, or we started talking. He was like, "Where are you from?" And I'm like, y- "You know, America." And he's like, like "Yeah, we're in America." Um, he's he's not gonna know it. And then so I just said Arizona. He's like, he's, uh, he's like, "Oh, Arizona Coyotes." And oh, I don't know how. Well, yeah, it's funny you say that because in Iraq and. Uh, mostly Iraq because I didn't talk to a lot of Kuwaitis when I was in Kuwait. Um, but yeah, they, you would tell them if you say you live in America, they're like, okay, uh, America. <laughs> I guess it's like saying I'm from Europe or something. And then you say Arizona, and these guys would be like, oh, you have rattlesnakes, or or or, or something like that. Or they say cowboy, like they 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 associated Arizona with like cowboys and snakes and Mexicans. And, it's good that it's still associated with that because that's still pretty cool, <laughs> right? But they did. There's they, a lot. 
there's a lot going on in Arizona that you know they could they could move it for. Uh-huh. Right. But it, they they did have a funny perception of Arizona though. It was kind of funny like listening to them say, "Oh yeah, Arizona," and they they'd make a they'd make like a their hand they they'd raise their hand up like and make the shape of a snake like it was gonna bite you, <laughs> like a cobra. That's very awesome. But um, so they so yeah so a lot, a lot of times it's best just to say you're from Arizona, in a lot of cases. Um, usually it goes straight for the America, but oh okay. I remember there 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 was one time um in Italy where I was like, uh, I was talking to a waiter or something, and he was just like, "Where are you from?" And I like started saying Arizona, and then I just stuttered and just said America. Um, so I'm like, no, nobody here is going to know where Arizona is. And he's like, oh, like Phoenix Suns did the same thing. Oh, really? They, they, so they are like like Phoenix Suns and, and all that. Th- those guys are like, that. they've got more uh, of an impact than just than just saying Arizona or uh, America. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, So your, your program, what, what's the... So the study abroad program, what, like, what's the focus on that? Like, what? I mean, I know you're majoring in political science, but what's the what's the study abroad cover other than being there? Oh, like class wise? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of different classes to uh, to choose from. Um, mm-hmm. So of course, I'm I, I I we did the like basic like two week. Czech class, Czech language class, yeah. just to kind of get us in. Um, I'm taking another Czech class right now. Um, but other than that, there's there's a lot. Like, um, I'll just name off the classes. Art and sure. Architecture of Prague. Oh, um, okay, there we go. Modern History of Central Europe. Um, Stalinism in Eastern Europe. Transition from Communism. Um, oh, really? They, they have a whole class on transition from Communism. Yeah, and then and then also I get credit to do a field study in Vienna and Budapest, so um, it covers quite a bit. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. That'd be a neat. That'd be a neat program. Wow, that'd yeah, be kind of cool. You basically just shut off everything and then just do this program, and you're just studying the history out there and the. Yeah, totally. You know, you just you just leave for four months, and uh, you get to you get to see all this. But um, I think if it went. Any more than four months, I'd run out of money pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, so you're there for what, like two and a half more months or something? Or no, no, three more months? Yeah, I come back uh, April 27th. Is it going quick for you? Oh, sorry? Is, is it is it going relatively fast? Is the time passing quick on you? Um, I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I have a horrible conception of time. I don't... Yeah. Um. What's kind of funny is I actually think it went quite a bit slower, but that's just from you know longer days, or right? Waking, waking, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's still crazy how it's already been a month. Yeah, when we talked last, you were you were telling me one of the things you wanted to study, and I'm I'm sure the scope changes, you know, once you get in there and you're like, oh, okay. But you were talking about looking into the history of the Holy Roman Empire. And I mean, have you, are, will you be able to approach that or is that something you'll have to study later? Well, well, the beauty of like Holy Roman um, Imperial history, I mean, I don't, I don't know German, so I can't, I can't get a lot of it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but I'm not, I'm not spending a lot of time in Germany, but 
um, you get quite a bit of Holy Roman history of the HRE here in Prague because Prague was the capital of the HRE for I can't remember how long. Okay. Um, and so like everything, pretty much everything here, I mean, um, Charles Bridge, Charles University, Charles, um, uh, Charles Square, not me, but it's like there's so much here named um, Charles. It's all after the Holy Roman Emperor um, okay. based in Prague, Charles IV. And when he, when he, when he knew that, or when he was elected Holy Roman Emperor, he wanted to bring the seat to Prague. So he just developed the country all like in his oh, wow. reign. So everything's just named after him because he developed. Yeah, he he pretty much just did the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. So he's he's considered to be one of the best Czech leaders in, in history. I mean. Oh wow, that's cool. Um. So yeah, I, I guess um. So you're just kind of out there, just doing your studies and um. And uh, just trying to get through these courses, and is is a is the grading any different than any other college? Or, or sorry, is is the is the grading system over there? Is it a little, is it any different than any other college? Like, or or is it? Um, oh no, it's it's it, it it's done normally, um, as we do it, just because it all transfers and everything. So, um. As far as like grades and everything goes, we'll we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, but is there anything else that that you want to enlighten us on, or about your trip out there? Or? I mean, there's there's too much to there's too much to cover, but <laughs> yeah. How about have you been paying attention to what's been going here in the states at all? Or are you just pretty much like, I ain't watching you all. You guys go do whatever yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you could all go do yourself in over there in the in the in Arizona or well, that, was, that was that was originally my view um was just tune it out for four months yeah but it's like it, it's kind of funny because you can sit from afar and still see all of it yeah um, do, do, and, do, oh yeah go for it keep keep going sorry yeah you can you can sit from afar so all I do is you know I'll, I'll just scroll Twitter for a little bit and I'll just be like oh that happened it's so funny because the timetables all shifted because it's like the end of your day. It's like, yeah, I'm going to be wake. I'm going to be waking up. So every day I wake up to all the American news, you know, scroll Twitter a little bit, uh, you, you know, saw what happened in Texas. Saw, um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Saw all the, all the primary stuff um, saw it, but it's kind of nice to just see it and not like <laughs> not be it. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I know I know when I come back it's, it's going to be in the trenches. But um, do, do you think uh, now that you've been away from the states for a while, do you think Americans are more at this point in time politically driven than say Europeans are? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, work ethic for sure. That's. Um, I mean, depends on where in America, obviously, but it's um, there. It's just. It's it's a lot bigger over over there. Um, I think of it. There's there's kind of a like really depressing culture, kind of a slower working culture um, here. Oh really? You, you said least. you said it's a little depressing. Yeah, it was funny. We were we were talking about this like in class. Like, um, if you ask someone how they're doing, um, yeah. 
it's it's like um, you, you can answer a lot of ways, but if you answer like good or like you know living the dream or one of the basic American answers, like they were saying, you know, if you say that you're not a you're not a check, they usually say um, like so so. That's <laughs> like the standard. In, in, <laughs> in in Czech in Czech Republic, so if you ask like a like a a person from the Czech Republic, you say, "Hey, how's it going?" They'll they'll say, "Ah, oh, so so." Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Oh, that's odd. Because uh, I've noticed. Well, I don't know how things are. I don't interact with the public near as much as I did years ago. But when I would meet people from like Europe, they were always in really happy moods, happy spirits. And I'm wondering if just because they're happy to be in the states. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that. Um, see, I I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's kind of like think about it. It's like when when you travel, you are kind of happy because it's like there's you don't really i mean if, if you know what you're doing and you're not like stressing yeah. or panicking like it's that's true a lot of it's a lot of fun you're just really enjoying it you don't gotta worry about working or any of the you know regular daily things right um so it's like you know but the it, it, it's weird yeah um but yeah of course every traveler is gonna be happy so yeah, so like out there is, is their job market worse or it, like, is it is it you know I always meet people from England and they're always like oh everybody out there lives on the dole that's what I hear from lots of people is oh it's great unless you're living on the dole, which is like saying you're living on welfare. Is it is it like that in places like where you're at now or? Um, I don't I don't think so. Prague is Prague is actually made really well. Um. One of the interesting things um, about Prague is just how safe it is and how oh, cool. um, how well developed it is. So it's like um, the countries out there, you, you know, it's like a lot of people in the West kind of depict um, the Eastern European countries um, or the Central European countries as, you know, just ex-Soviet corrupt states. You yeah, know, right. You can't do anything like can't do anything on their own, but like it, it's like when i see what's happening in um one oh zach you went into mute mid -sense. sorry my bad yeah you went mute mid -sense. yeah you, you were talking a little bit about um a lot of people think that um the the eastern bloc basically are just kind of like corrupt yeah. old soviet states that that can't function but oh. they're in, but in reality they seem to be doing okay or, I mean, I can see what's happening in Western Europe right now. You, you can see a lot of it is tearing at the seams. Um, it, it's kind of it's kind of falling apart. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons for it, but it's like they still try to maintain this view that countries like the Czech Republic, Poland, Hungary, um, other Eastern Europeans are all just dictatorships that are non-developed and not beautiful. But you go to right. Prague, it's like, you know, it's it's like I, I compare like I I don't want to get on the buses in Phoenix Arizona like oh yeah the people on, there's the people a million on this you know crackheads whatever um here it's like there are kids going to school on the metro it's like just an average thing it's like you can like in certain parts of Europe you can like I mean I've heard this you can like leave your like child like like your baby stroller outside of a door and it's fine it's like um so they don't have a lot of like yard theft and stuff 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but it's just, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting because it's like everyone's like, you know, be careful, be careful. And I, I feel I feel really safe here in Prague, actually. Um, oh, it's the other place. So people in Prague tell you to be careful? No, 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 no. People back home. People back oh, home. Oh, okay. We're telling you, hey, be careful over there in Poland yeah, or, or in, uh, in Czech Republic. I, I, I feel so much safer here than really? I would anywhere else in Europe, I think. Um, I oh, mean, okay. Even, I think I'd even be fine with Poland and all that. It's just, um, it's kind of a dying stereotype. And it's, that's good it's news. incredible. Yeah, that's good news, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's and oh, and, and and we're and and over here where we're at, we're becoming uh, <laughs> we're we're starting to have lots of crime and deviant. Like, I, yeah, I don't know the word to use, but it's, here, it's like you cut off. What was that again? No, like over here, it's like it's almost like the tables are starting to turn a little bit because over here in the states, I mean, I, I you know when I when I first moved here in '99, uh, I used to get on my bike drive out or ride my bike out to Phoenix all the time from Mesa. I'd stop, get coffee at little places. And then now, I mean, it's, it's, it's certain parts of it have just gotten so ratty that I just don't want to be around it. Well, and, it's like, and, and this is what, and, and I feel like I've had a lot of political epiphanies while I've been over here. Yeah. I mean, I mean, things that have been obvious, but just like, I felt like 10 times stronger on them. Um, one such thing is, you know, the rule, the rule of law, and the importance of the rule of law. I mean, there's a lot of things that I've like I've seen, and it's incredible, incredible because I even see with like a lot of the stuff that's going on in the U.S. and it's like, you know, the amount of political corruption. And it, I always thought it sounded like a talking point or just right. you know, some people. No political corruption. You have, um, you. You have, you know, political attacks. You see all the trials that are going against um, yeah. Trump. Um, and then even on a day-to-day -day scale, of course, I'm still mad because I got a speeding ticket right before I left. Um, oh, on Phoenix? Yeah. No Paradise Valley. Oh, Paradise Valley. Um, it, was, it was from a camera, but it's like, you know, they're, it's like they're cracking down on all the wrong things. It's like yeah, exactly. the border or like you can't bring down the murder rate it, it's like it's just the priorities are all messed up there's just not rule of law it's not every not every law is being upheld the same way they should yeah be. so like europeans they're i i is a good way to say it. they're just more laid back about things they don't i mean i'm sure there's crime there like i'm sure you know people beat each other up and stuff. i mean i'm not it's not oh, heaven, yeah, there's, but well, there was actually a shooting here in Prague, like um, right before I came in December. Oh, really? Um, yeah, fourteen. I think about fourteen people killed. I saw the memorial. Oh, wow, to it. bad. Okay, bad one. Like yeah, all shootings yeah. are bad, obviously, but I mean that fourteen oh, people. bigger one. Yeah, no, no, it was, and it was on the same campus as well. Um, but it, it, it's like it's also very, very rare. Yeah, it, is, it does happen, but. So are, um, are, are yeah are guns illegal out there in in Prague? no 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 this this is actually and and this is this is something that's kind of funny um, Czech Republic has some of the lightest gun laws in Europe oh um, okay 
I mean, I don't, I don't see a lot of people carrying on the street like I do in Arizona. Yeah. But I will, I will say, um, one interesting to look at is the homicide. Like this place has one of the lowest homicide rates in Europe as well, along with the most guns. It's like, Oh, they got the most guns, less homicide. Yeah. More, less, more guns, less crime. Um, so yeah. So like, uh, so out there, they, in, in Czech Republic, they, everybody's pretty much armed or you don't know who's armed or, or do, do people, that's, that's all. And of course you're not living in the culture there. You're in your school program. So you're kind of still being separate from the culture, but I'm it's curious to know if kids are growing up around firearms and they just know how to use them. Like we, like, do, is there a gang problem out there? And do you see any, any type of gang thing going um, on? Or? I, I mean, of course I don't, I don't see it. Yeah. Um, but that being said, it's like, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting involved with all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not frequenting certain areas of town or whatever. Yeah. 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 So it's like, okay. If there is, I don't really know. I've heard, I've heard there's like a mafia out here to be careful about, but I haven't seen them. So it's, it's, it's all kind of just guesses for me. Right. That's interesting. It'd be kind of a, 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 a research project to look at like crime rates out you know, one versus the other, but I just, I feel like, like, I just feel like out here where we're at, where we live, you know, you and me, you know, when, when you get back, we'll be living in the same place again, but it's just, it seems like, um, this last like 10 plus years, the it's, it's just getting more like petty crime, like weird crime. It seems yeah, well, like a lot. It, I mean, you see people starting to lose respect for our laws or institutions, and that's where the rule of law comes in. And that, that's one of the things that really bugs me. It's it's um it's it, it's like something so small, but like when everybody's just committing petty crimes, it right. just it adds up. It adds up against uh, the country. I mean, I mean, even with that, not even just petty crimes, bigger crimes. I mean, yeah, of course. You see, we have a you see we have a major mental health epidemic in the states. It seems like yeah, people people over here are um a lot more stable. <laughs> yeah. I see what you're saying. What, did, did the, did the Czech Republic, did they like go hardcore on the vaccines? Do you know? Uh, no, they didn't. Um, I know they, I know they had the vaccines. Um, they made it available and they made it available and everything, but um, like a lot of countries, even for this study abroad, this semester, they were still like mandating um that you had the vaccine yeah. but not to not to the czech republic and like they had very lenient laws on traveling through the czech republic unvaccinated so oh, okay. um how about the uh like the uh, baltics were they hardcore on that stuff i believe they were i mean what's interesting is you see the countries that you, you can see the dying societies still you can see the ones that are europe versus the ones that are their own yeah um, have their, you know, have their own policy and everything. Like Lithuania was that was right. awesome. They had their own policy. They had their own views. They had their own um, everything. You can see it in a border. You can see it in everything. Um, and you were talking about the sorry, um, or sorry, you were, you were asking about which part of it again? Oh no, I was just asking like when you went through all these different like the the Baltics where they go in hardcore on um like on like do you know if they were being hardcore oh. like the vaccines and all that junk or were they kind of um, leaning yeah, about they were. Or... 
were they? At, at least, at least Finland was. Um, that that I know, Finland, Finland was. Um, but yeah, if you look at it, like one interesting thing is, like you see EU policy, the countries that are the most like yeah admitted into the EU are the ones that are also following that type of policy the most. Um, and so uh, you see Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Finland, all very integrated. You know, they're using the euro. They're doing, yeah. you know, they're following policy pretty strict, except for Lithuania. Lithuania is kind of an exception. They're like, oh, um, they're kind of like the rebel Baltics. <laughs> the rebel which Baltic. I didn't rebel. expect. Yeah. <laughs> it was, well, Lithuania was a surprise, huge surprise. I didn't, I didn't yeah. expect how beautiful it would be. Oh, okay. So, so those three publics, they, they always get kind of like thrown together as like these like three like brothers or something, but there, is there a lot of yeah. difference between the three countries or are they similar? Or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have language differences, you have historical differences. Like, Oh, okay. I mean, so here's something interesting is so the Baltics, that region was the last pagan part of Europe, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't even um, think about that. Yeah, and that's kind of an interesting thing. Um, they, so they all have like fair. Uh, they don't all have different religions, but you you get what I mean. But yeah, either way. So the Germans, the um, Holy Roman Emperor, commanded by the or not commanded by the Pope, but you know, the Pope called for crusades against the um, uh, sorry against the Baltics, right? And and so it was the Livonian Crusades or the Northern Crusades, whatever. Yep. I mean, well, not the Northern Crusades, and and so they built a, you know, they sent they sent a Crusader army, the Knights of the Livonian Army uh, Order, right? And there actually there there's a monument to that in Riga, but um, Riga was built as a Crusader city and like the home base, and so the Crusaders, you know, they took over um, Estonia and Latvia, okay, and. Estonian Latvia, I think, aside from like their ethnic roots, um, have been kind of, t- I mean, not together, but like, yeah, they've gone through a lot of the same conquests, you know, right? By the Polish, uh, no, that was just Latvia, um, by the Russians, by um, the Soviets, their involvement in the world wars. Um, Lithuania, though, um, of course, Finland and Lithuania are a little bit different. Uh, Finland's a lot different. Yeah. Um, Lithuania, you know, they they actually fought off the um, Crusaders. Okay. And they have they have the largest um, pagan population still today of any European country. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay. And the other thing about it, so, and the reason the reason Lithuania survived, and this is like I, I this is my favorite country or. This is one of my favorite historical countries. I'll just say it. Lithuania. No, 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 no. Um, so Lithuania was kind of in trouble. So was Poland, right? Yeah. It was, you, know, you get the Russians in the east. You have and like Belgrade yep. and everything. You have uh, the Germans in the west. So what do you do? Oh, let's let's form a union. So um, I mean, initially it was just it, it wasn't like a full country like it was. It was Jugaila and Jadwiga. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I pronounced the first one right. I don't know Lithuanian names very well, but yeah, well, it's you know, not easy coming, coming together, fighting the battle of Grunwald against the um, Livonians actually. And the Polish Lithuanians won. And eventually they formed a full union. It was called the Polish Lithuanian Commonwealth. 
And oh, okay. Not not a lot of people give it enough credit because the Polish Lithuanians actually saved Western Western Christendom um, oh, wow. from the Ottoman from the Ottomans. Um, oh, that, that's that's, cool. a, that, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Siege of Vienna, Siege of Vienna, and everything. It's, <laughs> that's so cool, it, though. Seventeenth uh, century, late seventeenth century. You know, Ottomans were advancing. Um, the Lithuanians and the Polish had a special unit, the Winged Hussars, right? Right. And they were heavily armored knights, um, some gunpowder and everything, and they had big old wings in their back. That's why they're called the winged hussars. Interesting. Okay. They were known for charging into some of the craziest odds. If you look even early on in like the wars uh, against the Ottoman, like you'd see them outnumbered, crazy numbers, and yeah. they just pull it out. Um, really? Or they go down trying. So in in the siege of Vienna, I believe it was 1682. I could be wrong. Um, the Germans and the Austrians, they were, they were in the trenches, you know, they, for days they were, they were getting ready to capitulate, but the German army got to Vienna and they really got in the trenches. I can't even, I can't right. even remember half the battle. I mean, usually I'm a lot better at remembering it. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of, it's kind of fading. Of course, the part I care more about is, um, Jan Sobieski, uh, I think that, I think I pronounced that right. Okay. And the Polish uh, wing two stars, you know, charging. Uh, well, they got there on like one of the last days of the battle, and then they just charged the Ottoman ranks. And I mean, they first sent a small detachment of them, and it was like I think about four hundred two stars, and they just like the Ottoman army was massive. You know, and you're, you're talking over a hundred hundred k, and then oh yeah, yeah, they were massive, yeah. So the the Polish stars are just charging, you know, charge into a group of Janissaries and. Anyway, I could nerd out about Vienna and all that, but oh, it's cool though. It's it's that that's that's such amazing uh, history. It's one of my it's one of my favorite battles, and I, I love the Polish Lithuanian Commonwealth. Um, and like there was a painting of it actually at the Vatican, beautiful, huge. It was it was awesome. But um, it, is most of the uh, Polish Lithuanian. Uh, Commonwealth is it is is it mostly in Lithuania? Is it all in Lithuania, or is it kind of bleed over the border a bit? Or um, it goes through both. So Does back it, okay. in the day, back in the day, Lithuania controlled from what we know as modern day Lithuania, Lithuania, yeah. all the way to modern day Ukraine. Oh, um, they were huge. Yeah, and Poland. Um, Poland, let's just say about the same length. So when they formed a union, it was you know gigantic so it, lithuania was not the, like the tiny country it is today but today vilnius is it, it was beautiful and it's yeah. lithuania was one of the only countries that just seemed to you know care about its board i, I mean i i feel really good about lithuania it is all i'm saying it's yeah. it, was, it was incredible every little little detail you know them keeping their identity and their a lot of them spoke English, but you know everything was still Lithuanian. It didn't feel like just another European country. Right. That's pretty neat. Yeah, and so I, I was, I was thinking it would be, um, I was thinking that the three Baltic republics would be all pretty similar, but it sounds like they all have their own kind of. Well, I mean, there's like architectural differences. There, there's subtle differences, yeah. but what's interesting is with you know globalist policies with. EU policies and stuff like that. You see countries more and more just kind of 
becoming just Europe again. You know, they're losing who they are as a country. And, you know, I am, I am very, very anti-fascist, but there's, there's something about keeping a, you know, culture together. That's sure impressive and it's incredible and it's something to appreciate. Absolutely. Yeah. And Uh, the base, do you, do you think it has to do with like uh, Europe just centralizing around the Euro and, and then centralizing their, laws and the next thing you know well, well everything that you the EU requires a lot more than just money i mean they, yeah they change the policy it's the same with the un same with everything europe just kind of sucks up to them the fun thing the nice thing about the czech republic and this is one of the best parts okay is we don't use the euro here um Czech republic yeah, i was going to ask own. you that earlier i was, I was going to ask you like are they even using the euro okay so they're not so they're, well, they're czech, like the brits so, yeah, they use they use crowns, Czech crowns, uh, um, and the night. I mean, it, it's a little weird getting used to because it's like 20, 20 crowns for a dollar, twenty two, oh, okay. something like that. Okay, but every everything's cheap here. Oh, cool! So they're they're like at par with the peso, the Mexican peso, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the peso is like eighteen. It might be eighteen. I can't remember. I I, I follow the peso kind of close. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just do. I mean, well, they're our neighbors, right? You know? Oh yeah. yeah. So I, kinda... I, I still I still haven't been to Mexico though. That's that's still kind of funny that I I got here before I got to Mexico. <laughs> right. You were you went across the world and then you still haven't made it to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, and it's right. I mean, we're right there. Yeah, I. Well, you know, I haven't been to Mexico since I was a kid, so I mean, that's I want to go there. Um, actually, I want to go down into like all of Latin America. I just want to like hit hit all the, oh, those be, those like Chile and what's that? That'd be beautiful. That'd be awesome. Oh yeah, we we were actually going to go to Italy before the the fit hit the shan <laughs> three years <laughs> ago. You yeah. know. <laughs> We were we were gonna go. We, we were getting ready. Um, my but uh, my buddy had went on a Brian River, or no, right was it Rhine River. Sorry, I said it was, I said Brian. They went on the Rhine River cruise. Um, he came back sick as a dog, and the next thing oh. I know, there was a uh, declaration of pandemic, and then uh, oh. and I was like, well, I guess we won't go to Italy for the next couple months, couple years, couple decades. You know, that- <laughs> But it looks like that's it looks a, like that, it's okay now. Well, that's actually kind of funny. I don't I don't know why I was just thinking about that. But like, you know, back then you you know you're, I mean, at least for me, you know, you're still a minor. Yeah. You're kind of, you know, you your parents, right? Right. Um, it, it's funny because when you graduate, you don't realize you have you can do whatever you want. You have free will, and it's like, yeah. Now that now that I'm here, I'm like, oh, I can just go to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, like what's gonna stop me <laughs> well that's what's so cool i mean you're you're doing something like at your age um you're doing something like even like like the it's like the longer you wait the more you really don't do it because in my age now it's like the the idea that it's we're gonna actually this, yeah we've got commitments here where we're at that are that would be costly for us to leave for a couple weeks i don't know we're we're gonna have to do it though i mean it's kind of, kind of mm-hmm. at a point where it's like, really, like you don't have any excuses. <laughs> you know, we we need to just get over there. At least get to Spain. At least yeah. check out Spain. 
Did you did you oh, get to yeah. see Spain at all or or? No, but it it's on the well. Spain's not really on the list, but Portugal, yeah. like Lisbon, Portugal, Portugal is. So if, okay. if I go to Lis- if I go to Lisbon, then I'm gonna pop over. Oh, how cool! So, so the countries that you went, you did uh, Italy, Czech Republic, Poland, Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia, and Finland. Any others? Um, I just had the Vatican just to you know flex on people. Yeah, the seven. Yeah, the Vatican. It's a, it's its own world, right? I mean, did, I literally walked walked across a country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool. Did you go? Did you see the art? Like, uh, did you get to see like the Mona Lisa painting? Or anything like that? Uh, no, I, I didn't. Wait, wait, where's the Mona Lisa painting? It's somewhere um, in... Oh, I'm trying to... It's in one of the... I think it's in northern. Um, yeah, I was, I was really only in southern southern Italy. Um, oh. Yeah, it's in... Um, let's see. Oh, for some reason, I thought it was over with the Vatican. Somewhere over there. Okay. Oh, but wait. there was a lot of Vatican. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I, for some reason, I thought it was. Uh, for some reason, I thought it was over there by the Vatican. Well, the wait, thing is, I need. I, I thought it was over there by the. I'm probably way off though. <laughs> um. Oh, it's in the Louvre Louvre Museum, Louvre Museum. Oh, in France. Oh, is it in France? Oh my gosh, I'm way off. I'm outing myself yeah. here. This is public. Everybody's going to know. They're going to hear this. Yeah, the, It's all good. I didn't know where it was, to be honest. The lube is on. I really want to avoid France, but if I do go, you know, it's you got to see the lube and you got to see Normandy yeah. Beach. I don't, um, yeah, I don't know why I thought Mona Lisa painting was in Italy. I, I don't know why I was thinking that. I had no idea. I, I believed you. So, Well, um, some uh, people that I that I talked to they they go to Italy there there's all kinds of artwork by the in the Vatican there's all kinds of paint like really extreme like heavy paintings and stuff everywhere oh, and, and all those places so yeah one of these days oh, I'll make my way there yeah the, I mean the thing that sucks about the Vatican is you're kind of even in the winter even if you go in the winter when it's not busy and there's like not as many people there it's still like cattle you know they're herding you through right <laughs> right um but there was some incredible things that, you know, I've only studied, like even Mesopotamian history, like yeah. the Vatican is the Vatican and the Catholic church have done a better job of preserving, not just Italian history, but like not even Christian history, just world right. history. They've been like, you know, I, of course I'm, I'm not always a fan of the Catholic church, but I have to give them so much credit on their preservation oh, sure. of, artifacts that are um oh yeah painting. definitely and like i mentioned that um like sobieski the battle of or the siege of vienna right um massive painting inside the vatican like it took up an entire wall that's bigger than like my house that's crazy <laughs> this is crazy ah it's incredible it's incredible um and i will say one thing that made this whole trip better so far is if you really like study the history beforehand and you know what you want to see and you know right. the context of it you're not you know sitting around reading the you know you're like that's that that's that that's that you know 1648 um you know that's 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 from there that's from mesopotamia that's ashur that's um it, it's just you can kind of yeah see, you know what you're seeing 
Yeah, I did that. It's going to sound funny, but like out here in Arizona, you know, like when we when we'd go up to like Sedona and um uh, and uh, like uh, Jerome and all those, you know, like the historical. The, I yeah. totally researched those little towns before we got there. So I'm like telling my wife, you know, as we're, oh yeah, that's the uh, that's the Bordello, uh, Jelly Roll, Norton, and uh, and the, the Cubana. Where I forget her name now. The, uh, the like I knew all I knew the whole story, and I was able to walk around Jerome and just be like, oh yeah, that's this and that's that and. That's awesome. That that's that is that is pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, well, it's kind of funny. Is so my my um like one one of my sides of the family used to live in this like tiny town in uh, Wisconsin, yeah. uh, Prairie Dixie, Wisconsin. I I went up there like every year for a good chunk of my life. Yeah. Um, but it's like you know it. it like my family lived there, lived there for, for like s- several generations. And so like, you know, the, all the history, you know, they tell you, yeah, it's, it's, like, cool. it's like just passed down. That's, that's something that's kind of cool. The small Except, town folks. You know, small town folks. Well, what's actually kind of crazy. And I just remember, I think you might find this interesting. Um, so my, my great grandma, right. She, she actually survived the Holocaust. Her family all, all died because they were Poles. Um, oh, okay. All right. Because Slavs, Slavs were a large population sure. kill. Oh yeah. And, um, so the reason this next trip this, this weekend is so important is because I, I tracked down the exact camp and it's like documentation did you really? and stuff. I did. Yeah. Um, and so I found it's this it's small camp. There's a small memorial um in yeah. northwest germany right um so so that's that's where i'm going is schwerte Ruhr. um but it's like right next to the netherlands so um oh, i'm gonna okay. pop over to amsterdam utrecht i'm gonna see berlin yeah. um and dresden and um so you know there's that family history and then funny enough um you remember oliver anthony um the country singer did the rich men oh the yeah yeah yep I don't I don't know why, but he's gonna be in he's doing he's doing his first like tour and he's he's gonna be in Utrecht, Netherlands that weekend. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go see one of the most American country singers you know, singing in the Netherlands. It's you you'll have to film a clipping of it. Oh a hundred percent. I'm I'm probably gonna film entire songs. It's like that's that's one thing. Oh well, so one he's thing. out there touring. That's funny. Yeah, I was like really right what's he doing in like you know he's he's like a country guy you know this is like his first tour and he's in utrecht netherlands i'm like what that is so cool well you know back in the 80s all the rock bands they would hit all those areas they love going up to like the netherlands and germany and denmark was it it metallica in moscow that like drew the crazy who who was it um i can't I can't remember who it was who drew like crazy crowds in Moscow. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it probably was Metallica. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, but like, I think I think it was. Yeah, the, it's 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 just amazing, like at how um, a lot of these, uh, like like these musicians and stuff, uh, how they how they carry over to the other countries and how they. Uh, oh yeah, and and it, well, so much music is american like you know yeah. we, we st- we're still we're still the country that has hollywood we're still the country that has all the artists and everything yeah and most everything's in english and what's hilarious is yeah there's a lot of czech music um oh, I a, bet, lot of it's, yeah. a lot of it's pretty good but it's like 
a lot of people still just listen to American music or English music. And what's funny. funny, what's funny is yesterday I went to this really good, I guess two days ago now it's two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I know it's getting late for you. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. And yeah, I pulled a few all nighters for finals weeks, you know, <laughs> um, but I went to a kebab restaurant, right? This is this is like a Turkish Turkish okay. kebab restaurant. In oh, okay. Europe. I mean, kebab is huge over here. Yeah. And I walk in, and they're playing like "Come On Eileen" and um, <laughs> all these like 80, 80s hits and stuff. It, you know, eighties, nineties. And then there was one point where I saw a full-grown Turkish man um, dancing to and singing "Party in the USA" in the middle of Central Europe in a turkish restaurant it was quite incredible. oh that, I wish it, that has got to be funny yeah i was just sitting in the corner i was like i, I was, I was Tur- trying not to like start dying turks are like hilarious people like they're when when we were in iraq with the, we had a lot of turkish contractors and they were just funny guys they, they were hilarious <laughs> you want to talk about people that don't follow the rules it, it, these guys would like wave a whiskey bottle at you when nobody's looking you know they'd, they'd wave a, like hey don't wave that at me man like you know the rules. I can't. I can't be drinking that stuff. It's just crazy how they are. But you're right. They're like locked in the '80s. Uh, they roll their they they roll their uh, sleeves up like they're. I don't know if you've seen it. Out yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. They, they roll their short sleeves up and stick a cigarette pack in there, and they flip the they'll, they'll flip their cigarettes in their finger. Like it's like like they're like Brooklyn <laughs> like they're Brooklyn brawlers. That's another thing. Smoking is huge over here. That was, that was kind of a culture thing. I was like, okay, okay, that's weird because you know you, you're whiffing it all the time. Yeah, I, I keep I keep laughing. I can't remember what comedian it was. I think it might have been Bill Burr, but he was talking about like, um, if only we treated obesity like we did um, smoking. Oh, smoking. I, I don't know. He's like, you know, you have a designated section outside of Walmart for people just to be huddled eating and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, and, and it might work. Like, compare all that but it was it was so funny because it's like you don't you know smoking is so like like normal here it's like you don't think of like the health risks oh yeah anything. yeah yeah i mean i i don't do it uh, no it's pretty thing. nasty it's pretty nasty yeah no i'm uh, i'm not but that th- yeah that's that's interesting how like i noticed that too like um on the other side of the world there are a lot of people like smoke cigarettes that's like a it's like a thing that people do and, it's just a cultural thing. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's just what they do. The Kurd, the Kurdish are very similar to the Turks, but don't ever tell the Turks and the Kurds that they're yeah, similar because then they might the punch Turks you. Never. <laughs> I think they'd both take you out right then. <laughs> right. They they just despise each other, but they are so similar in their customs. So similar. It's funny. <laughs> but do, so yeah, do you I, see I, like a lot of Turks where you're at and stuff? There must be. There must be like a lot of Turkish population out there or something. Not um, here. So in the Baltics and Finland, I didn't see. Um, I didn't see a lot. I mean, you saw a lot of like the you know blue hair. You know, it was very yeah. obvious. Yeah, but here it's not. I don't. A couple Turks, but it's mostly mostly Czechs. Italy was the most. Yeah, um, yeah Italy was the most diverse. I think. Which was very, it was very weird because not everyone did speak Italian. Um, oh, what's it called? Um, not everyone did speak Italian. There were a couple African languages you could yeah. tell. Oh, um, interesting. As well, and 
and, and you know, I, I, I don't, I'm not bilingual. I don't know any other one language enough. Yeah. I just know a little bit of enough, you know, languages no. or dialects to understand. Yeah. But it was, th- that was interesting. Italy. Um, yeah. It, Italy was very diverse. Um, but yeah, not really, not really out here. I haven't really seen it. Did, did you see like, um, you know, cause we, I feel like our news inflates a lot of stories is, is this yeah. immigrant thing inflated over there like they're saying all these middle easterners are all over the place in italy and france well you didn't go to france but well actually funny enough there is one thing i, I did think of there's a very large vietnamese population here and is yes, it really the, like, yeah the czech republic has some amazing asian food which i never thought i'd get here <laughs> that's because, cool you know it, they were communist allies right and oh anyway, i get it okay I'm very happy because the, the I mean Czech food is great, but I love Asian food. So oh, that's gotta very be nice, funny. Very nice time. That's but, that's gonna be funny because like out in the states, you know, you meet like Vietnamese family that yeah. like maybe they maybe they arrived in the '70s, so the kids grew up in the states and they're all Americanized. They don't have an accent. Oh yeah. You know they're they're just as trendy as everybody else, and it's it's gotta be funny seeing that on the Czech side to see like a Vietnamese yeah. total, acting like a total Czech. But as far as like infl- like the news inflating um, immigration thing, I mean, I th- I've been sticking to a lot of touristic areas. Yeah, um, so you don't. So, you, you know, you see it anyway, but uh, what's it? I see it in, I, I think I mentioned Castle of Volturno, Italy, or at least mm-hmm. near Castle of Volturno. Yeah. Italy. And, um, yeah, it was it was very heavily immigrant. Like you can see, like I'm I'm pretty sure it was. I, I can't remember this percentage, but yeah, um, but that city was like known for only one thing, and that was like this massacre that had gone on, and there was just a lot of like. Anyway, you you kind of I kind of. I kind of saw what the media was talking about as far as that goes in right. Castle Volturno, but I haven't seen it anywhere else. Um, but like I said, touristy areas. Yeah, it's, it's hard to it's hard to tell because they obviously these governments and stuff they don't want they don't they don't want that going on around tourist land. We, we've got we've got yeah. we've got to make money on our tourism, so we don't want <laughs> anybody to know what's really going on. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So I I have no idea. I can't I can't speak yeah. for that. Well, it's good. I mean, it's 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 good that you're able to give us like that perspective, though, and and that um, that you know you're. Be- I don't know. You're just being honest about it. It's like, yeah. I mean, as a tourist, you're kind of shielded from uh, the real politics of that time of of what's going on. Oh over yeah. There. Well, I mean, there was. Oh yeah, that that kind of got on my nerves. There was a pro-Palestinian. Um, while I was in Italy, there was a huge one. Um, oh wow! In um, Pisa, you know, with the leaning tent, you know, they yeah. hung banners. From it. There was one in the streets of Prague, but it was very small, and I didn't even like. Um, yeah, you know, I was out about that night. Didn't even see it, um, like in the center of town and everything. So, um, that that was one thing that was interesting. Was I didn't expect to see so many like pro-Palestinians or y- even people like even some of the people I've talked to in support of like com- uh, communism, but there've also been some incredible people I've talked to. Um, and it's so funny. It's like the amount of people who like support Trump over here. It's hilarious. Oh, really? Oh, that's funny. Yeah. 
What would happen if yeah, you put yeah. a Trump hat? What would happen if you put a Trump hat on and just walk down Prague? Like, would would anybody uh, say anything I, to you? I think I'd get a lot of pictures. I think I'd have a couple. <laughs> I, there's a chance. There's a That's chance. Just, like I hilarious. Um, it, it it would be hilarious. It would be incredibly funny. Um, but but yeah, it, it it's funny because it's like you can you can tell like who's you know part of the university's part of. But it's like then there's like I, I've been to speak with several European workers and they all they all all have been really fun to talk to. But it's so funny because they'll ask like, "Where are you from?" And it's like America, and it's like the first thing they'll ask is Trump or Biden. I'm like, really here? <laughs> Um, so, you know, I just be honest, I'm just like Trump and they, um, <laughs> then, they, then they're like, um, Hey, let's be friends forever. Yeah, no, they'll go on rants. And like I said, one of, one of the rants was very interesting, but it was like, I'll, I'll have to tell you about it sometime, but that's, yeah, that is funny. It, you know, um, I, I guess, I don't know. Somebody told me, Oh, a friend from Johannesburg told me that the world watches American politics real close. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm, well, I'm like, like, I can't. I can't even get away from it. <laughs> that's so that's so strange because, like here, it's kind of funny. So we have this podcast, right, and it deals with a lot of political garbage. But uh, it's almost like the goal of the podcast is to eliminate the politics. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, the politics you know, the is the most annoying thing about America to me. Oh man, well, I'm getting I'm getting into the politics. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's almost like to me in terms of politics. I guess my goal is to is to hopefully eliminate politics. I don't understand why we're so driven politically in, in the United States. And I, this is like a whole hour and a half conversation of its yeah. own. But like, I just can't... Like, we're in a free nation, right? Like, we're in a free country. We should be non-political because we're free. But there's always these people that are like, no, you, you're free, but you're... You're free, but you're this. You're free, but you're well, that. Mm. Well, just because it's political, so it doesn't mean it has to be yeah. um, non-civil. I mean, civil participation discussion is so like critical to a Republican government, and we don't we don't have a civic discussion because it's like it's like, it, and this is something I learned the hard way when I was younger. Yeah, because um, I think I think I told you how I kind of like came over to uh, being oh, that's uh, right. a Republican. Yeah, right? that's right. I did say that that's a two hour episode alone, <laughs> but, but it's, um, y y you know, I, I, I think of that and it's, it's like, I'm not, I'm not, that's a can of worms. I'm, I'm just going to stop right, it right, right there. Right, right, right. right there. Um, <laughs> well, I was but, watching a, like a video with these expatriates out in Mexico, right? They, they, they were asking this guy lived in a community buried way South Mexico, way South remote area had a little like villa out there and it was a bunch of like americans and mexicans just kind of hanging out and he's like the first thing i noticed when i got here is there's no politics he's like and then i had to go visit my daughter up north and it was like politics were turned back on the second i got here um oh i thought i heard something about this didn't joe biden um he just shut down some sort of gas import or something i, 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 I didn't yeah, I haven't researched that, but yeah, supposedly he's cutting off some type some type of import into Texas. Maybe there's something there's something wow. like that. Yeah, I, I haven't looked that deep into it. See, that was another thing interesting. I've had conversations about was um, um, 
one one finish there was this finish man um and he was talking about like how the Finns were scared you know they had to buy russian oil because they couldn't buy from the states the states were yeah. you know um so scarce now they were you know it's so they were so so he was saying you know it's like because they're in the pockets of russian gas and russian oil um the euro gets crazy inflated you know it's everything everything got crazy expensive um as well like you know petrol and everything yeah and it's just it's just very interesting how much u.s policy not just foreign policy domestic policy u.s domestic policy impacts the rest of the globe um and anyway it was so funny this guy was so pissed at biden for (laughs) um for everything about um i mean the conflicts i mean look look at what's sure. happening in iran, at iran right now we're talking israel pa- uh, palestine like, you, the amount of conflicts we're seeing and the amount of um the amount of at, at, at least with him like how screwed some of these countries are because they're so dependent on russia or so yeah. dependent, well so dependent on the u.s and then they're kind of forced to you know depend on russia and the administrations don't really um right yeah they, they're not really i mean i don't even know what you do american american natural gas is yeah so yeah um, the the story on that is he had apparently this is he has announced a temporary pause on pending decisions for exports of liquefied national gas it's a response to concerns about the environmental impacts of LNG exports and yada, yada, yada. Uh, that's, a, that, that's another episode right there. Bro. <laughs> but we're like, we're like, we're pretty far into this. And I'm just thinking like, all right, don't start that. Don't start that. Don't start <laughs> right. That. You'll have to come back on soon and, and do another. Uh, you could give me an update. Like, it'd be kind of cool to hear the update when you go up into, um, uh, up into, was it the Netherlands, right? You're gonna go yeah, another one in Germany. Yeah, that would be cool to hear about. Yeah, tell us. Um, um, it'd be interesting to hear how Germany is behaving. Because I hear, be. I hear stuff, but I, I do too. I'm, I'm not gonna be in Germany very long. Um, yeah, but I will say I've met a couple of Germans so far. Um, they were not very nice. Um, <laughs> nice to you? Yeah, no. I, I went through the Munich airport, and uh, it was intimidating. Really, I I um mm-hmm. I had this funny thing happen in uh Qatar or Qatar depends on how you want to say it. Um, I was get, getting ready to get on this boat, and the boat was like a it was like a luxury boat ride around their little Gulf out there. And I'm this this is this is standard typical American behavior. Like you can't get more white guy behavior than this. So th- this um. You know, this guy tells me before we get on, he's like, hey, uh, you might want to go use the bathroom before you get on this boat because we're going to be on here for a long time and there's no bathrooms. I said, okay, let me find a bathroom. I go out. I go looking around. There's all these Qatarians everywhere. There's no, there's no, uh, and and they told us in the military, you're not allowed to approach the Qatarians and bother them. So I'm just looking around like, and I see like these two white ladies and I was like, oh, two white ladies. Okay, good, good. I just instinctively ran into my, hey, uh, you know where bathroom is? And they're like, they're like in, in German, I think they were in German and they're like, what's he trying to say? Like they're trying, I don't know any German at all. I don't, I know zero German. I think they were saying something like, what's he trying to say? You know, 
they, they said, can you repeat? And I said, I'm looking for the bathroom. And one lady says, you want to take a bath? <laughs> like, so she thinks I'm asking where I can go, like take a bath. I'm like, no, the bathroom. And then the lady, other lady says toilet. I go, Oh, toilet. She's like, Oh yeah. And then they point. And then I, I, and then I'm like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, yeah, I told him I'm sorry. And then I'm like, Oh, they can't even understand me. Like these like, like, like how American can you be? Right. You just naturally some, Oh, two white lady, two old white ladies over there. They probably know English. They're, they're probably, they're, they're probably from Los Angeles. <laughs> It, it does feel that way sometimes, but you can't like here. You can't just be like, "Oh, there's the you know, there's the white guy." It's like, go go ask them. It's it, it's like it's it's a complete roll of dice. <laughs> right. It's hilarious, but you know, I don't know. Maybe it's lack of experience in travel, but I was just kind of like, "Oh, I can't, I can't be more American than this." <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, man, I. I, I'm glad you're doing well. Uh, based on uh, in the in the picture here on the camera here, you, you look great. You look like you're having a good time. Have, have you gained some weight? Have, have you gained a few pounds eating all the good food? Or are you are you hanging in there? Are you, I think I've actually lost lost a couple from just how far I'm walking. Oh, because you walk a lot. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think I walked a couple marathons already. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like if I went over to a place like that, I would just be like, oh, kebab. I want to try the kebab here. Let me try the kebab there. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I've been doing that. I, I would come back twenty-five pounds heavier, just lethargic. But... <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, anything else? Any anything else to add? Uh, no, I'll save it for the next time. <laughs> yeah, well, Zach, I really appreciate you taking your time to, you know, to so late, uh, so early in the morning now for you. And just for coming out and, and uh, talking to us, and hopefully lots of people get your insight. It'll be fun, and you know, I don't know. Hopefully, yeah, no problem. I mean, I had a great time. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, reach out to me. That's the good news. It's like we we can still chat on. I, I guess the the platform is Facebook, right? Chat on Facebook Messenger. That seems to be the the best the best uh, messaging platform for when you're traveling abroad. Um, well, WhatsApp works really well. Instagram works really well. Um, yeah, yeah. I just kind of use whatever everybody else uses, you know. Are, are you getting texts? I mean, I'm not going to send you one, but I mean, like, are, can you get texts? Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, I upgraded to an international plan, so um, I got no problem getting texts. Oh, that's pretty cool. Well, cool. All right, Zach. Well, thanks again. Hope you get some good rest. I will. Thank you. Yeah, classes. A lot of the classes start today, so it's going to be. Oh good. man. Okay. Okay. Go get your rest, and and once again, <laughs> I really appreciate you coming out. That was really awesome of you to do this. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing this. It's, like I said, I enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Well. Well. Awesome, Zach. Well, we, we will talk very soon. All right. I'll see you All next right. time. Okay. Take care, Zach. Thanks. <laughs>